Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! He's the fastest man on the planet. He did go up there, Rabbit. What about Andrew King? Put him in the sucker! Put him somewhere! Well, there it is. Teamless Tuesday is done and dusted for yet another year for round one. Probably the most important day in terms of Supercoach, getting your squads finalised and and moving forward. Obviously, Teamless Tuesday happens every single week, but round one is always the biggest because there are so many tosses and turnings events that happen. And yesterday was no different. Obviously, uh, the Supercoach world went into meltdown. A lot of the guys that we thought were going to get named didn't and uh yeah it really sort of sent everything into into meltdown and you guys have sent me your teams and and wanted some advice and you guys have done a fair bit of research as well so it looks like you guys are on the ball um i'm putting out a lot of content a lot of the other pages are as well uh i know that uh brandon savage from the supercoach experience made a note yesterday listen to as many podcasts as you can and i'm only going to reiterate that uh it's all well and good to have your favorites and for you guys to have me as your favorite uh thanks so much i appreciate the support but branch out because I might say one guy is a buy, uh, another page might say they're a sell, so it's good to get as many opinions as possible and form your own, but today I wanted to give you guys the final draft of the Eisenhoos for 2021. These are the guys I'll be going into battle with come round one. Unfortunately, there have been some changes, so I'll list them off the bat from top to toe. Peter Holler gets uh, a line put through him. Josh Jackson goes, Ben Murdoch Masilla goes, Brian Toto goes, and Dean Aramea goes, unfortunately. Look, Aramea wasn't named, Holler wasn't named, Toto, I needed to find cash to free him up, and Jackson, I needed to find some cash as well. But uh, let's get straight into it with uh, with the changes. Obviously, at hooker, I haven't changed anything at all. Jaden Braley and Jacob Little are still my two hookers to go forward. Now, I think Jaden Braley uh, was a big winner in this, obviously, um... Jones on the bench for the, for the Knights. I'm not too sure if he's going to come on and play much nine, but I think Braley looks set to play as much nine as possible under Adam O'Brien this year, which is a big tick for super coaches. Last year, had an, a two-game average of 55, and a lot of that was in tackles. Jacob Little is another one. Obviously, the Tigers this week are without Adam Doohey, but uh, with he coming with him coming back, I think he'll move into six. And who knows what ha- what that happens for Dane Laurie or Moses and Bai. One of those guys is going to have to give, and if it is to be Little, um, then Mbai looks to go to nine, and Little gets the red line put through him, but the Tigers are screaming out for a natural number nine, so look, personally, I'd have Mbai move to the bench and be a bit of utility cover, but for now, uh, Little's in the side, he doesn't have a reserve tag on him, so let's move into the front row forwards, where it stays the same for my starters, it's CSC Watakiaho and Christian Welch. Nothing's changed with those two. I think they're the two best options in terms of price points to, to go forward for this year. On the bench is Jack Hetherington. Like I said, Peter Holler does come out of the side from not being named, and Hetherington looks to be a big winner from this team this Tuesday. 
Obviously, the cheap front row forward there is Ogden, but he comes in for Napa, who could easily slot back into that starting spot. We also got to remember that Luke Thompson is still in the wings as well. So, look, I think Thompson is going to come in for Ogden, and I think this spot is Hetherington's to lose. He can stay the starting prop as much as he wants. Um, he's been impressed really well at the trial, impressed me, obviously impressed Trent Barrett as well. So, look, at under 300k for a starting front row forward, I think he's going to play some good minutes and make some good cash for super coaches, and he is my first reserve. And the second prop forward bench player that I have is Stefano. Nothing's changed here. Obviously, nearly a bottom dollar cheapie coming off the bench of the Tigers. The one worry here is they have a stacked uh, forward pack coming off the bench. So that's one to keep an eye on. Second row forward, we'll get we'll get the changes out of the way. Obviously, I made note that Josh Jackson exits the side, and so does Ben Murdoch Masilla. Now, the two that come in for him are Joe Offahengawi and Billy Magulius. Now, Magulius can be substituted out for uh, Tyrell Fulimayona from the Dragons. I'm just not too sure on the game time that he's going to get, whether he's going to stay at 13 much. Obviously, Anthony Griffin, new coach at the Dragons, could shake things up a lot, and he might only get a week or two. Uh, the same can be said for Billy Magulius. Now, Andrew Fafita is on the sidelines with a calf injury. So he's obviously going to come back into the side. But I'm wondering who makes way for him. Now, for me, the biggest threat is Jack A. Williams. Now, if he manages to, to go and, and Magulius stays, and it's a fantastic pickup. But if Magulius is happened to be, to be subbed out for Fafita, then I'm happy to burn a trade and get... Um, Tyrell in, but for now, it's, it's a wait and see. I'm very high Magulia, so you guys know that. Obviously, and Jordan Ricky is the is the third bench option. Now, neither of these guys have the reserve on them, so Offahengawi, Ricky, or Magulius don't have the reserve tag on them. I've just gone with three starters in the second row, and they are Angus Crichton, Mitch Barnett, and Tino Fa'asul Malawi. Now, nothing's changed with those three. I've been high on those three all year. Mitch Barnett, to play in the back row, should play close to 80. Tino Fa'asul Malawi should play, I would say, 60 minutes at 13. Obviously, Tyron Peachy on the bench is a bit of a worry, but uh, Tino can slot into the front row as well. And Angus Crichton, I've spoken enough on him. I'm so high on Crichton this year. I think he could be the best second row forward by far and away in 2021. The halfbacks, nothing's changed here. It's Nathan Cleary, who is my vice-captain for round one, and Jamal Fogarty, who is the second reserve in my side. Both uh, both guys I've spoken highly enough on. Nathan Cleary is a huge price, but he's the best halfback by a mile. And I think Jamal Fogarty could have a really good start to the year and make me some really good cash. Uh, Titans have a fantastic draw, and he can just build on the performances that he had last year. Five-eighths, also nothing has changed here. Connor Watson, Lachlan Lamb, I know that they're thin. Um, I understand that, but I've got decent enough cover. I've got Ricky, I've got Offahengiawi. If one of those two go down with an injury, I've got a decent reserve. If one of them go down in the first three weeks, then we can downgrade to Matt Moylan and free up a bit more cash. So, look, I'm happy to take a punt in my five-eighths. I'm going to go antipod here and not take Dylan Brown and not take Cam Munster or not take Cody Walker. I think I'm going to take a punt here, but I've managed to strengthen my side elsewhere. Center wings, this is where it's shaken up. Obviously, Brian Toto and Dean Aramea have come out of the side. Nothing else has changed apart from those two. We're still running with Simonson, Laurie, Saab, Tessie New, and David Fusatua. The two that come in for the for the two that I named before are Brian Kelly, which I'm not losing sleep over at all. Brian Toto to downgrade to Brian Kelly, I think, is a, is a very, very fine move from my end. I'm very high on Kelly for the same reasons I'm high on Foggy. I think they have a fantastic draw to start the year. Could be an elite center wing in Supercoach. I'd tip him to be one of the best center wings in the game this year. And then the other man I brought in is Jake Avarillo. Obviously, going to be starting 5-8 for the Bulldogs. A new system, I think they're going to be revitalized under Barrett. A lot of attacking fluidity. 
I did a, a piece on him earlier in the season. He doesn't average below 50 when playing 80 minutes, so another fantastic option to look at. My fullbacks, they're, they're nothing special. It's Tedesco and Pappenhausen, the two best fullbacks in my opinion. Just gone safe there, picked them as my reserve. So, look, that's the team. That's the eyes and hoods for round one. The only change I might make is tossing it between Magulius and Tyrell, fully my owner. But apart from that, that's how it's going to set. That's how I'm going to rock into round one. I think the uh, Daily Telegraph should just t- get my bank details now and give me the 50k because it's probably over for everyone else. But um, no, look, in all seriousness, I think I've got a good balance. Good, good four options off the bench. Um, I'm really happy with the with the bench. I've never, I didn't have to resort to going enough. Although, with the with the kind that's happened at Teamless Tuesday, I was against enough so much. But look, if you guys are going to run one, I recommend running one and one only. And I, I reckon it should be Suwali, just because he's going to give you that that freedom. But look, Jared Anderson's another one from the Bulldogs. He's not going to play this year at all. He's a dual position center wing, second row as well. Look, a man that I wanted to get into the side was Kurt Capel, but I just couldn't find the money for him, unfortunately. He's another one that's managed to jag a starting spot as well, so I think it's going to be good for you guys. Look, all my leagues are full this year, unfortunately, but I do have an ultimate group. Um, there will be prizes. I'm just going to work out what I'm going to give out first and foremost, but for you guys that want to join the ultimate group, the code is 969964. I'll repeat that. It's 969. 964. So come on, join the Ultimate Group. Um, there's close to 500 people in there already, so uh, definitely worth you guys jumping in, getting some bragging rights over the followers. But for now, guys, that's everything. Keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. That's all, folks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.